Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockoff, authors of the leadership development books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. At Gapology, our purpose is to help leaders achieve their greatest potential. To learn more about our groundbreaking books and training services, visit our website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. As a reminder, we do have a Gapology workbook that we published and made available through Amazon.com. It's a beautiful book and a wonderful tool to use as you read our flagship book, Gapology. There are questions and activities to complete that coincide with each chapter that really brings what you read to life. It's a wonderful companion piece that we recommend to anyone looking to get more out of what they read. Pick one up today on Amazon.com. You can also find a link on our website, Gapology.org. And as for tonight, we're continuing our series on connection. Tonight, we'll be looking at developing connection with your team to move them along their growth journey from knowing to doing to being. So let's go ahead and get things rolling with Martinez. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Good, Brian. How are you? Good, good. I heard you had a a pretty interesting weekend on the golf course. Yeah, it was nice to watch Steph Curry hit a hole-in-one and (laughs) Patrick Mahomes... uh, golf quite effectively and got to yeah. see Romo and John Elway and I wow. could go on and on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's cool. And, oh, how can I forget Emmett Smith? Oh, one of my favorites. Yeah. So we had yeah. a great time. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And you know, uh, well, you know, I'm sure the listeners might not all know, but you know, I live in here in Kansas city. So anytime I hear Mahomes, you know, my ears always perk up and we just started watching that show on Netflix called quarterback. I don't know if you've had a chance to, to see that, but I have not, we literally just finished the first episode. So it's about three quarterbacks. One of them is Patrick Mahomes and it follows them through last season and they have them mic'd up during the games and they interview them, you know, throughout the entire season. And it's just incredible, just amazing stories. And I think, you know, anybody that's a leader out there, uh, you can absolutely learn stuff from these guys. Um, you know, some really great uh, examples of leadership. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very jealous you got to see him. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, I, know I got, we've got to see like, Lake Tahoe, which I don't get to often enough. It's 90 minutes from me and I don't go there. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been there. It's incredible. Yeah. One of the, one of the most special places on the planet. Yeah. I'll have to get out there and you can take me up there. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we've got a fantastic topic tonight. So we're continuing our, our series on connection. So connecting to your team um, and tonight we're talking about knowing, doing, being. So this is a segment from our book, uh, Gapology, and where we talk about knowing, doing, being, and we lay out the uh, ladder in there. You know, I think we've got some great notes on this. So Mark, uh, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, so knowing, doing, being is all about connection. Uh, these are the levels of engagement when you look at a specific skill or competency. So in order to be connected to your team as a leader, you've got to know their level of engagement. So think of a specific skill, competency, et cetera, that's critical to a role. Knowing, doing, being are the levels of engagement. And again, your your 
role as a leader is to know where they're at and to help them uh, increase that level of engagement and get higher and higher and higher. And when that happens, execution goes, you know, through the roof. So the amazing thing about knowing, doing, and being is that Brian and I have figured out a way to make them measurable. So they are measurable. So as a leader, you can literally know where your team is at and again, help them improve. So it's not much different than our topic from last week, talent times mindset equals performance. So this really would be the T, the talent side, the skill or competency that they must have for their role and where they fall. So what do you think, Brian? Yeah, I think the important thing here is understanding that in order to achieve connection with your team and ensuring that, honestly, that they connect with the things that they do, um, you really need to know what their level of engagement really is. Yeah, yeah. So think of it, leaders, in, in relation to a specific skill or competency that your team must have. This this key thing that makes it all work. Uh, so we have determined, and you've heard me talk about zero to 10 on other things, such as T times M equals P. Uh, knowing doing being is as simple as zero to 10 as well. So knowing the needed skill or competency is zero to three. So you could literally score someone zero, one, two, or three if they knew the competency, they could explain it, they could talk about it, they had knowledge of it. Doing is quite different. Now they're executing it. And this is four, five, six, and seven. So zero to three is knowing, four to seven is doing. Doing's quite a range. It's a significant range. Most of our team does never never leaves the doing level of knowing, doing, being. So getting them to a high-level doing is a big deal. High-level doing, six, seven, it means execution is excellent. And then uh, being is an outlier group, eight, nine, and 10. And and that one's quite different. Uh, That's the, the model, the mentor, someone who's really setting the pace for the entire team. So you can literally measure for a given competency, knowing, doing, and being. And you need to determine what those are for a given position, for your organization, for achieving your purpose, for achieving your results. And once you begin understanding that piece and then measuring your team, you as a leader connect with the team at a totally different level because each individual needs something different to move up, get that next point and move up and get that next point. So it can be incredibly powerful. We have used knowing, doing, being on a number of specific uh, competencies and skills and have been able to move the team forward. And it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, so in this rating, uh, what we found, what I've seen many times is that leaders get so complacent once their team starts to perform at six and seven. 
um, they just accept it because they're performing, they're doing, they're, you know, starting to lead the pack. And where the upside is, it's really in moving them into that being level. The performance from somebody performing at an eight, I think, is so much uh, greater than people performing even at a seven, because there they really connect with it. It really becomes part of who they are. Yeah, I, I even worry more about a leader that would view four, a low level doing as, oh, they've got it. They're doing They're <laughs> yeah, doing it. They're doing it. Oh. <laughs> This is great. They're doing it and be satisfied with a four or a five low level doing that's mediocrity. And, um, that, that doesn't work. So you've got to move them at the very least to a high level doing, and then being as Brian talked about is, is that next level. The amazing thing about knowing, doing, and being is it aligns with gapology. It's it's pretty amazing. Let me let me walk you through that. So the knowing, the zero, one, two, and three, is moving that individual from not knowing to knowing. It's uh, it's it's your responsibility as part of the training process. They've got to know before they can do it. Don't forget that piece. It's huge. They've got to know before they can do it. Often leaders are so uh, rushed in uh, in a sense of urgency that they skip over that part. They've got to know it before they can do it. So think about that. So if you close the knowledge gap on the skill or competency that they've got to have, you close the importance gap as well. You're still in the knowing level. Don't forget that you're still at zero to three. So they, they know what it is. They know it matters and uh, they still haven't done it yet. So this is a big deal. So the, the knowing aligns with the knowledge gap closure and the importance gap closure from gapology. That's a big deal. Yeah. The uh, knowing. So one thing I want to caution people. So, so what we're talking about here is, isn't just intellectual knowledge. That's, that's part of it, certainly, but it's also developing the skills. So it's knowledge and skills. So, so do they know what to do and they, do they know how to do it? Can they practice it uh, to the point where you can validate that they actually are have, that they have the skills? That's where you're building those pieces. And then once you're able to do that, then they move into that doing level. Yeah. Yeah. Once they've demonstrated it, they move up to doing. So they're yep. at least a four, you know, at that point. Mm -hmm. So once you're in the doing level, you're actually at the action gap of gapology. So close it. One of the greatest tools here to move from knowing, doing to being is the habit ladder, which is, which is detailed out in gapology. The habit ladder absolutely moves them from knowing to doing and and beyond it's it's a big deal so don't don't forget that piece make sure you know the habit ladder so most of the team though resides in doing understand that most of your team is somewhere between four and seven know where they're at and there is a big difference by the way between a four and a seven so they're affecting your results greatly 
So know where they're at. And again, for a given skill or competency, if you understand knowing, doing, being, you can quickly put a metric to it and, and know where they're at. And it is your responsibility to move them up. From what I've seen and what I've scored, when you get a team on an average to high level doing, which would be a seven, so they are doing it overall as a group extremely competently, you're winning big time. Execution is excellent. So high level doing for a team on average works very, very well. So don't forget that. Don't be, be too hard on yourself if you don't move a number of them to being because high-level doing generally achieves the results you're looking for and beyond. Yeah, I, th- I think you know getting them to that level takes incredible amount of work. Uh, first of all, moving them into the doing level, <laughs> that, that takes a lot of work. And as somebody that's in the training development world, um, I know how, how much uh, goes into that. But then moving them from a four to a seven, that's, that takes dedication and focus, um, coaching and, and feedback along the way just to move up their, their skill level overall. Yeah, as a, as a leader, if you were to move the whole team from a four or five average to a seven average, huge, huge movement in results. Yep. yep. So don't forget that. Devote your day to it. Part of it is, is likely you modeling a behavior for them. Part of it is you giving them feedback. Part of it is additional training. But part of it is looking at those that have achieved being and understanding it. And I want to talk about being now. So being is 8, 9, and 10. And these are, these are outliers. And as a leader, you can learn from them. This is a level of greatness that they have achieved. How have they achieved it? What are the steps that they're that they're taking to achieve that? What are the actions they're taking that equal being? So being is um, meaning that you own it. You're the mentor. You're the model. Uh, you you can write the book. So when you are privileged enough to have these people on your team in a given skill or competency that's critical to the role achieving being level it's golden this can move the whole team forward this can move everyone forward you now suddenly see what's possible look at it just observe it understand it how'd they get there what is it how can i get the whole team there how can the being level individual help me get the whole team there this is big the eight nine and ten group can literally bring the whole team along They set a standard that we need to understand and bring bring the team to. And it also allows the leader to see what is possible. When when you connect with what's possible, everything changes. Your viewpoint changes. Your metric of expectations changes. Uh, So the trajectory of the team can be driven in a different totally different direction when you allow those that are being to be recognized, understood, and then allow that to spread through through the group. And you as a leader own that. We talked last week about how when you drive up the talent level of your team, 
the mindset, the attitude also goes with it. So think about how to leverage the the being level members of of a given skill set to affect the entire team. Yeah, I have, I have two thoughts on this. So, um, first of all, with the outlier group. So, and you've talked about the outlier group a few times. Uh, a lot of times when we're talking about you know how to determine what our expectations should be uh, when we're trying to determine what our goals could be. This is the group to really look at to determine what is possible. And you've mentioned this several times. Um, so, so take the time, investigate the things that they're doing and try to emulate it with the rest of the group, you know, capture those things that they're actually doing. The other piece that, that occurred to me too, as you were talking there, Mark is, is when we talk about ABC players, so and we've talked about them several times when you're ranking your team A, B, or C, oftentimes what I see is that the A group gets watered down. And what I mean by that is, is we accept a lower level of performance as A. We say, well, these are the best of what I have. And we think that these are our A players. When in reality, what we're really looking for are people who perform at this being level, people that we can emulate, people that we can look at for examples of what is possible. Um, so, so when you're ranking your team, when you're looking at A, B, and C, look at it through the lens of knowing, doing, and being. Well, let me add some light to what you're saying. Um, so an organization that we work with performing in the 80% range in metrics considered 90% to be the A group. They considered 90% to be being. I looked at the numbers and asked, oh, wait a minute, so-and-so is performing at 95. We have another at 94. How is 90% good enough? What is 95 and 94 doing? that is different. So through working with the 95 and the 94, we were able to move the organization to 97 because we understood what it took to get there. So look for those outliers. They may actually have a set of behaviors that you can learn from as a leader and you can spread through the organization. They may actually simply have a set of tactics that you're not employing through the entire deploying through the entire group is a game changer. Yeah. Look, yeah. look at the numbers, look at the numbers. So one of the things we, we did with knowing, doing, being that was incredible and it's hard to do on a podcast, but picture the zero through 10 knowing, doing, being as the X axis of a graph. So for those of you that don't know what that means, that would be the horizontal axis zero through 10, and we're measuring a specific competency, a specific skill set that your team must have, zero through 10, you plot them all on this x-axis. However, we now have a y-axis. So the y-axis is the actual metrics that they're achieving. So we did this. We plotted the zero through 10, knowing, doing, being against the y-axis of the actual results, unbelievable upside angle 
uh, chart. This is a great way to look at your team where you plot the actual result against your perceived knowing, doing, being zero through 10 skill set level of engagement. And we found it to be absolutely pure and true. And those that had a higher level of knowing, doing, being were performing in the metrics at a totally different level. So as you move up into the high level doing or being level, the metrics go off the charts. So we, we've seen this work and it is a game changer. And again, as a leader, it allows you to connect with your team because you literally know that the time you spend with them should be spent moving them up the knowing, doing, being scale from zero to 10. And when you as a leader understand that and are able to do that, everything changes, results change. And knowing, doing, being is a pathway to greatness. It's, it's, it's all right there for you. And um, uh, we talk about this in Gapology. This podcast goes into a little more detail around it. And uh, let us know how it works. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. What, what are your thoughts, Brian? Yeah, so one big thing that I don't think we've emphasized on this is that just like in T times M equals P, the leader really owns the level. So if you chart your team out, and you look at this and you see where they're at, remember you and the connection that you build with your team helps to determine what that level is. One of the beautiful things I think about charting this is that you can see very clearly the upside potential that people have. Yeah, well well said. Yeah, yeah you as a leader own the level. Yeah. Whatever their number is, that's your number. Right. You're the that's one that needs to help them move it. They they will likely not know how to move from knowing to doing. That that's all about you. You have to arrange that. Mm -hmm. You have to you have to figure that out for them. Help them get there. They will not necessarily know how to go from doing to being. Some of them will. Some of them will because you hired well. But you you own that number. Well, well said. Yeah. Th this is of great significance. And the the other thing that Brian and I have found is this is relatively unknown. It's unknown. So you as a leader, when you grab onto knowing, doing, being, you start to fall into an exclusive group that really will understand how to out-execute the industry that you're in. It, it is of great significance. And uh, if you need the X, Y axis understood a little better, give me a call, send me an email. Uh, we, can, we can walk you through that. It, it definitely works. Um, one of the things we did once is we had the, at each meeting when we met with a group of leaders, they had to come up and plot their team in relation to a specific mm -hmm. skill or competency <laughs> on a graph in front of the group. <laughs> Here's where my team's at. You could literally put sticky dots with names right. and plot each person. And it's like, holy crap, take mm -hmm. a picture of it then. And then you meet, you know, a month later, do it again, see where everybody's at. And, it, it caused incredible movement in the team. They knew that they had to move that team up and it was great. The sticky dots were moving up and up and up. And guess what happened? Industry leading results from sticky dots. 
a, I think it was a, wasn't it a flip chart on yep. an easel? Yep. It was a flip chart on an easel. Yep. And uh, it, it was pretty amazing. So it, this, this works. Yeah. This works. It's not easy to explain on a podcast, but hopefully we did okay. If you need any help, we can, uh, we can help, but I can assure you it works. Yeah. I'll let you close. Yeah. No, Mark, Mark, I think you did great. I think you explained it really, really well. Um, Hopefully people will be able to understand this, capture it. Uh, You know, if you're uh, driving, you know, pull over, write this down. Uh, You know, I think uh, it's an important piece here. Um, And along with this, you know, really value each of those levels. So as you're moving people up, really, really value their movement. You know, improving from a four to a five should be a big deal. Moving from a five to a six is a big deal. So so really value the levels, you know, chart it out. What what I would say is this is not, again, just like a lot of our our rankers. uh, This is not something you're going to show to your team. This is for you. Uh, This is, you know, for you to look at, analyze your team, analyze yourself. Uh, and you know how you're really connecting with your team. Yeah, I'll, I'll add one thing there. We did at one point allow the team to put their sticky dot up there where they think they're at. Mm-hmm. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was it was it's pretty, pretty eye opening. So yeah, yeah. well, yeah, and it, it's it's quite interesting when you allow them versus mm-hmm. versus your ranking. But knowing doing being works, and uh, we're we're here to help, and you can. You can accomplish great things. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Yep. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Mark. We'll talk to you later. Appreciate it. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That'll do it from here. For more information on knowing, doing, and being, pick up our book, Gapology. And remember to grab your Gapology workbook as well. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology Institute production. Visit us at gapology.org.